Hello and good afternoon. It is August 2nd, 2023. I am Joe Justice. You are listening to the Kanawha Valley Hustlers podcast. You will see right there in the comments that there's actually a link to our brand new Kanawha Valley Hustlers adults t-shirts. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. That's got our new design with the black bear and the Kanawha Valley in the background. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you get a chance to click on it. We got it all kinds of sizes and colors. Really excited about that. And I know I talked a little earlier this week about maybe jazzing it up with a little bit faster paced music. And I heard from some people saying, yeah, yeah, we need some speed. We need some excitement. We need some energy. So next week, I will be coming to you with a little bit more energy and some faster music so that we can really get into the hustling spirit when we join the Canal Valley Hustlers here uh, three days a week, live from Charleston. I want to introduce you all today to a really cool guy that I met a few weeks ago at a, at a business after hours. He's got a pretty interesting business right, right here out of the Canal Valley, and I think you'll find it very interesting. His name is Sam Perry. He is the owner of Tabletop Strongholds, and he's had a little bit of trouble here lately we're going to dig into. But before we start talking about that, Sam, could you tell me, what's your hustle, buddy? Hey, nice to be on here. Thank you for having me on. Um, I make display cases for miniature games like Warhammer and D&D. Um, it's both a display case and transportation. Um, it uses magnets that stick to the bottom of your models, and then they stick to the steel trays, so it's an easy way to display and move your models. Now, for people that don't know, tell me a little bit about what, uh, you know, I think a lot of people have probably heard about Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, they know, you know, the, the games from back in the 80s and the 90s. I think that was really big in the zeitgeist. But probably not Warhammer and some of the other ones. What are these figures? What are they displaying? What are these things used for? Tell me a little bit about the uh, the tabletop gaming world. Okay. Um, so... The reason why it's more specific, specifically for something something like Warhammer is Arm, Warhammer is a lot like Army Men with rules. Um, it's basically a bunch of miniatures. You buy them in kits. You put them together. You paint them. And to play a game, you usually need you know anywhere from you know fifty to three hundred miniatures. So it requires a lot more miniatures than most other games, and it's a very expensive hobby. <laughs> Um, easily and, and now an more than just miniatures, like I know you you said that this was uh, like army men, but we're not talking about little green pieces pieces of plastic here, right? No, no, these are. I mean, well, they are. <laughs> I mean, they are made out of plastic, but yes, these are you know really high detail miniatures, um, and are very expensive. I mean, you're talking about you know you're spending sixty to a hundred dollars for five miniatures. I mean, these are very expensive miniatures. And a lot of people um, they paint their own, right? Yes, that's that's a big part of the hobby is uh, painting your own miniatures um, and putting them together. It's very time consuming. <laughs> it was never it was never my favorite part. And that's that's where your product comes in, right? Is is displaying those painted figures. You know, you've got lots of money, you've got lots of time invested in this hobby, and you want everybody to see it, right? Yeah, it's you want to be able to display them and show them off. Um, another big issue usually is just transporting them. They're very delicate miniatures. Um, you know, they're pretty small. Uh, most people will use uh, some sort of foam or foam layering, um, but a big issue with something like foam is you got to store them. You're not displaying them. You know they're in a box or something with foam, and when you take them out, it, it's annoying, and it's really easy to have them break off and lose pieces because they you know, they get stuck on the foam. So and, that's and a big part wanna, of what I made. You don't want to uh, lose pieces when uh, you know when you're spending that kind of money and that kind of time on your hobby, right? No, no, you, you definitely don't. Um, that was a big part of what made me want to make something a lot better 
Well, some people might be wondering, before we get into what your product, I hate to say was, because I know it's going to be back <laughs> better than ever here soon, but some people might be wondering why we've got you in front. You're not, you're not in a workshop. You're not in an, <laughs> in an office. You're not in a factory. Um, tell me what happened here recently, and break down for us why, why you're in the garage and why you've got all those boxes behind you. Okay. Um, so uh, I ran a, my business out of a large workshop. Um, at the tail end kind of St. Albans right across from Ann Bailey Elementary School and on Father's Day it's still not 100% clear but it seems that it was an electrical fire um, started and it quickly grew out of control um, there was around 10 fire trucks trying to put the fire out um, nobody got hurt thankfully and that's obviously the biggest thing nobody got hurt that's great um, but I did not have insurance I was hoping to move to a different workshop soon and also just you know it's one of those things you you learn the hard way sometimes something like that yeah. you know you just yeah. always should have it um so i did not so i lost all of my equipment all of my materials and all of that stuff and i had been actually stockpiling um a lot of uh, the laser cut portion of my product because i was actually waiting on these boxes these are the steel trays that you would stick your models onto and one of the best is these were so late actually they arrived after the fires so they were all spared that and this is, you know, it works out. Now there's so many of them that just stuffs this entire garage full. Um, and, you know, that's kind of why I'm in here just to kind of show what it's, you know, it's like, that's what that looks like. It's $25,000 of steel trays and a bunch of boxes. <laughs> so in, in that workshop, um, you did, you manufactured these display cases yourself, right? Yes, so. And, and these I, were sold all over the United States, right? Yes, they were they were shipped online, uh, basically exclusively. Um, but yeah, I've had sales to every state, including Alaska and uh, Hawaii. So before this unfortunate fire, uh, you were well on your way to having a really good, stable uh, e-commerce business, manufacturing business with all this, right? Yeah, the the business is you know relatively new. Um, it basically started around the start of 2022, um, but it didn't really start like production or anything or, you know, like the website didn't exist until May. I mean, just May of last year to like May of this year was $200,000 in revenue. Um, so it had that's, been that's doing really, really well. And I don't come from any sort of generational wealth and I never had any debt or loans or anything. It all started with $2,000 and me spending the rest of my money to buy my first laser cutter. I mean, that was all the, all I had going into it. That's great. And I know you're going to get back on your feet, Sam. I know you're going to get everything back under control and you're going to be back at it. And I want to let everybody know, I'm going to put the link in the comments if you're watching this afterwards. Make sure you check. Sam does have a GoFundMe set up. So if you would like to contribute a little bit to him getting back up on his feet, uh, you can do that. Uh, and I'm going to put that link in there. But Sam, I do want to ask, that was pretty good revenue starting out. What is it about your product that made it so unique that made people want it so much? Um, I think it was a multitude of things. I think that, like I was already saying, the most common way to transport your models is something like you know, foam layering or something like that. And it's just not very convenient. It's very annoying. It's very time consuming. And, you know, for me, I want to display my miniatures and I don't want to have to then take them out of a display case and then move them in something else, then move them out again. It's just, it's a very fast way to solve the problem. And another big part for me was trying to actually be competitive on price. Um, even though mine offers more features, it's very intentional that it's much more, it's priced much more aggressively. It costs 
less than a lot of just the simple foam layered cases. So it's it's meant to be much more competitive because um, there's not a lot of competition in this sort of market. And what so is your your product was unique in that it wasn't one of these traditional foam style cases? No, it um, it using it relying off of magnets and steel trays, um, and also being a display case and transportation case is what made it you know stand out. And and you had a little bit of a cutting edge manufacturing process, didn't you? Um, well, yeah. I mean, I used uh, CO two laser cutters to precision cut them out of uh, MDF. Um, uh, so. Break that down for me a little for people that don't don't know what MDF is and laser cutters and all that. Just, t- just kind of explain that to me a little bit. Okay, so MDF is a compressed wood dust board. Um, it's basically just a mixture of wood dust and glue that's compressed and heated. Um, it's a very consistent, reliable. Um, a lot of like you know kitchen cabinets are actually made out of it. Um, it's a very reliable, sturdy, strong material. Um, and for laser cutting, that is a CO two laser. Um, which generates a fairly powerful invisible laser, uh, bounces off a couple of mirrors, and then is it's also very precise. And you can you know make designs. So like I made all my designs uh, in a two D CAD, send them to the machine, and it will cut them out. Um, and then you put those now. together from there, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the only things you needed to actually put a case together that came flat packed, you just needed a screwdriver and a uh, some needle nose pliers. That's all you need to put them together. Everything else was done by me. All right. Well, that's very cool. Well, Sam, we are coming up on our time here, and this has been really cool getting to talk to you and uh, you know letting people know about some of the stuff that's uh, being created right here. That's very creative, very different, and it's not just local businesses that are being created here in the Canal Valley. It's people that you know the world's so small now with e-commerce. If you've got an idea and you want to manufacture it, you can sell it all all over the world. Really, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't ship too much um, globally, but that was something I was trying to work on. Um, I did have a couple. Like there was a. I know Warhammer's big bottom. in England, right? Yes, it is. It is incredibly common there. <laughs> it's, it's one of the most common, like just games in general there. There's a games workshop I've heard like on every street. So I'd love yeah. to get into that market more as I can once I get back up on my feet. Well, I know that you'll do it. Outside of that GoFundMe, is there anything else you would like everybody to know about? Any any way people can reach out to you if they want to or, or get in touch with you? Um, the biggest other issue right now has mostly been just trying to find a new location to you know rent out or lease. So you know warehouse space, uh, like you know I was in an old uh, car shop. I mean that type of space, you know warehouse, concrete floors, that kind of stuff. Um, not a whole lot's posted online here. A lot of stuff's word of mouth. So I mean. If you know somebody or you own land or are trying to lease out any sort of workshop space, then I'd love to hear about it and check it out. All right, perfect. So there you go, everyone. If you get a chance, if you check this out and you know somebody that's got some space that they're trying to rent out, Sam's looking. So let's keep that in mind. All right, Sam, well, I appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk to you here in just a second. Hang on there. I'm going to say goodbye, and I'll be right back, okay? All right, thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you so much for watching the Canal Valley Hustlers or listening. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out the description. I will put the link to that GoFundMe so you guys can check that out and learn a little bit more about Sam and his product. And once he gets back up on his feet, if you're into Warhammer or you're in Dungeons and Dragons or any of those kinds of games, then maybe you could buy, uh, buy one of his display cases. Thank you so much for watching today. And I will talk to you guys later this week. See you on Friday. Bye bye for now.